So I think here, at least here, when they came out and said it in the Undersea Journal, they said, you can do nitrox through another agency, but you're not allowed to be Use using it. it when you're doing a patty class. And then later on, there must have been something that came out that said... The profit margins. If you Well, there must have been something that the came out that said... potential profit. If you are caught using it, you'll be terminated. Dismembered. Which I would like to find I think that they said dismembered. Dismembered. The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. Are you sure this is not like a bait? Possibly, possibly. stuff a little bit sure you good with that yeah i'm really good with that do you know what time it is it's uh coffee time it's time for the great dive for the great dive podcast starring your your two favorite hosts starring your two favorite and here's jamesy and there's brando (laughs) no i'm i'm the little i'm the sidekick i'm ed mcmahon you're johnny how are you gonna how are you going to hear yourself? Can you do that? And hear... What do you mean? How can, how am I going to hear myself? Not hear with your ears. I mean, hears myself. Oh, wow. Hears. And I'm your host. No, I'm your co-host. Oh, Brando. I'm your co-host. I'm your co-host. Are you gonna, aren't you going to introduce the band? Tonight we have our very who's own... The, who's the musical guest tonight? Our very own, our favorite, our highly anticipated, our super talented... Rock, heavy metal group. Psych- psychedelic, psychedelic rock. Psychedelic rock, rock. Jim Lockwood and the Maniac Mermaids. Live in our own studio. Coming at you live. Coming at you live. On tour from Wikiwashi. <laughs> Just winding up their world tour. So um, we've had a couple of uh, comments and emails over the last couple of uh, weeks and months that we've been trying to get to. We've been wanting to get back into talking a little bit about nitrox, specifically the early days of nitrox in the industry. Those early '90s days when it was still, you know, definitely the it was the, the devil's, devil's gas, the devil's brew. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, I think this is instead of just calling it tight, talking about nitrox, I think we should say we're just talking about the scuba diving evolution of scuba diving to where we are right now where nitrox is basically something that's promoted from day one uh, because it does make our diving safer right and that was certainly the question back in the, those early 90s yeah um caveman I, I, days for scuba diving right and it, it was uh no it was like li- it was more like uh when women didn't have the right to vote it was suffrage for divers it was gas suffrage gas suffrage Very good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but um it, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of questions and there was a lot of mystery and kind of smoke and mirrors back then. I, I don't know if it was a, mostly just the unwillingness for the status quo. Do you want to me to accept. tell you what it was? Go ahead. You, it was fucking lawyers again. It was. 
fucking lawyers. And yes, well, you're going to have to bleep all this out, but it was lawyers. I'm just getting this coffee going because <laughs> when we when we get on the fucking lawyers dictating, I know, I get it, that there is a, an aspect to them that does help keep society safe and to a certain extent fair, which I would never, even any, any lawyer is going to tell you the law is not about fairness. It has nothing to do with fairness or morality or ethics. Where we got I, lost I, in society can be traced right back to lawyers. So as far as nitrox goes, um, they're, you know, the, learning about back it. To <laughs> back to nitrox. Back to nitrox. So learning about it, you know, um, there was a lot of, there was a lot of. Well, there was a stigma within the, the agency heads that nitrox was the source of the accidents where it was the misuse of nitrox that was really the source. And it wasn't sure. Not, it was it was taking nitrox too deep. So you're going way past, you know, technically sp- Correct. Uh, and I think in a depths. world of where In a di- world <laughs> where divers where divers didn't have did to did not have <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, bro. They didn't have any uh, real uh, penalty for going to 130, 150, 160, 200 feet on air. As, as right. we've learned through our, right. you know, our recent stories. Yeah, yeah. Now that you're, you're pumping up this PPO2, there's a bigger consequence for it. Right. And, 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 again, and I think the, uh, the industry was like, they weren't they, ready. They don't, they're not, they were not, re- they're ready. not ready because we haven't really trained. We've j- yeah, just we told them to plummet it, yeah. to the bottom until you get to the yeah. bottom. And Yeah, well, they needed to. And, and again, this I will give some credit to the legal system is you do need some protection for your corporation or your company or anything that you've, you've taken time and energy to set up and to train divers. Because if you just start willy-nilly training it and you don't have a established standards that are accepted by the community by and large you're gonna set yourself up for failure and for a lot of fault being given to you even though you know you're just trying to train them so they did have to have something set up in in place that would kind of cover their bases and they didn't have that correct because they right they've been using nitrox or you know a gas with higher elevated oxygen mixtures to increase bottom time uh, and and decrease your exposure or your risk for decompression sickness over you know multiple dives especially and they've been using it for decades oh yeah I mean, for 50 years now you know 500 years of nitrox um, yeah well like in uh, I got that patch. it was in the late 50s that the US Navy Put official, you know, procedures in the uh, U.S. Navy manual, diving manual, mm-hmm. regarding nitrox. So that was only, you know, the late fifties are basically fifteen years or so after scuba really was in- invented for all yeah, types right, of yeah. purposes, right? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't that long before the Navy understood its benefits and, uh, you know, established protocol and put it into their manuals. And then in the late seventies, uh, NOAA put it into the NOAA diving manual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, more. And they came up with their more per, you know more extensive procedures yeah. for use of nitrox and i think it's noah that came up with the standardized gases one and two you know 32 yeah. and 36 right and then good old dick rakowski uh started teaching like a recreational version of nitrox in the late 80s with his iand at the time
time, International Association of Nitrox Diving. That later became IANTD. Wasn't there Andy? And then there was Andy as well, came along as well. Yeah. So, so Andy and IAND at the time were the two agencies really teaching Nitrox. Mm-hmm. And then in the, the 90s, the early 90s, when Patty vocally came out and said, no, we're not promoting it, along with uh, Skin Diver magazine came out and said, this is not safe. You know, the two agencies that were doing it were those two guys. And then at Patty at one point said, hey, we realize it's out there. And uh, if you guys are going to you know, be responsible, learn how to do it, okay. But you have to disassociate it with any of our training programs. In 1991, DEMA banned Nitrox training providers from the show. That was what the backlash was right. about. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just a little history on Nitrox and kind of the years. So you can kind of get an idea of the flow of of what was going on, how it was detested and then accepted when they saw the profits. That's my personal opinion. And and they had time to establish some kind of procedures. But you got to remember, the Navy and the NOAA already had procedures in place to be using nitrox. Right. And, and there was these agencies that are starting to, to come into the game now be, specifically because the industry is not accepting them. So right. they, they and also created I mean, their own agency. Well, they did. And also because they were former NOAA divers as well as Navy divers that said, hey, we've been using this here. It's much safer. Why aren't we using it in recreational diving to promote more safety? BSAC, even in 1992, banned its members from using Nitrox for any BSAC activities, which over there, it's not like Patty. It's not like over here in the United States. BSAC is, you know, kind of... It's almost like a governmental. Exactly. You know, it's not like exactly. a, just a, yeah, it's not a private business, you know, selling scuba certifications. Right. So that was in 92 they banned it. In 1992, also IAND changed its name to IANTD. So you can, see, you can see over here we're growing the popularity of technical diving, of the nitrox diving. Um, still, though, was not accepted by the major agency being Patty. Right. Right, as we, as we saw. In 91, again, DEMA, the Divers Equipment Manufacturing Association, which holds their big conference annually for divers. If you're a dive professional, you know what DEMA is. They banned Nitrox training providers from the show, which set off this huge backlash in the diving community, especially people that were using Nitrox were big-time divers. Well, yeah, it was, I mean, the scientific community was using it. I think the cave diving community, and that's really what I'm trying to figure out, is I think the cave diving community. Well, I learned cave diving in 91, and Nitrox was promoted in my cave diving class. So in 1992, Skin Diver Magazine put out an editorial written by Bill Gleason titled, Just Say No to Nitrox. And he had went and got a little bit of Nitrox training and tried to check it out and was... Uh, maybe this is going to be the next new big thing. But in the end of the editorial, he said, I had bought my first bottle of snake oil and didn't even know it. <laughs> and mentioned that I listened to the Nitrox pitch and fell for some of it. I had made a mistake. Its only real benefit is to decrease exposure to nitrogen buildup. Right. Well, that's that, its only benefit. Sure, but there doesn't do anything where, with narcosis. That's where Shreve's does a pretty good job talking about yeah. the difference between is it safer or is it more conservative. There's a difference between the two. Yeah, the semantics. Yes. But I mean, more conservative generally is safer. But I think what they're yeah, because you're 
increase your risk with oxygen toxicity if you go too, you know, too deep on it. Yeah, and now in that same article, or I should say in that same magazine, there was another article in the medical section by Fred Bove titled, If the O2 Doesn't Get You, the CO2 Will. And he mentions that because of skip breathing, the combination of oxygen high partial pressure and increased CO2 in the blood is ideal for producing oxygen seizures. And this goes back to, you know, we got a a couple emails recently, you know, asking about nitrox stuff and in particular talking a little bit about PPO2s and PPN2s and carbon dioxide in the blood and how that affects things. But yeah, you know, CO2 is an exciter for O2 toxicity. Well, it's a contributing factor. Yeah. And O2 toxicity is definitely an issue that you have to be aware of, but you have to be aware of it with any mixture of gas that you're doing. It just, it comes into, it comes into play sooner. a shallower depth with nitrox. But it doesn't change the the fact that it's always there. Yeah, dumbasses. <laughs> well, when you read what they're that's whole a whole spin piece to to deride the nitrox train or derail the nitrox train. That's all that is because those people that wrote that article know full well that everything they're talking about is still there with air diving. Right now, uh, in that same magazine issue there was another guest article written by er cross who wrote why i won't use nitrox for recreational diving they bought off er cross to boot he's a commercial diver yeah he was i think he was navy diver so he said that nitrox can be a viable tool in some highly specialized diving programs but for many users it seems to be an ego trip and he lists off three specific questions that you should be asking yourself if you're going to dive nitrox one being will the use of what is your name (laughs) (laughs) what how many breaths does it take to get to the center of a nitrox bottle (laughs) One, will the use of nitrox increase the risk-benefit in my diving? Two, do I have the required dive equipment, support personnel, and equipment to conduct nitrox diving within acceptable risk-benefit parameters? And three, are those whom I dive and share my experiences going to accept the added risk and expense of such diving and become my nitrox buddies. Nitrox buddies are the best buddies. What is a nitrox buddy? Lady <laughs> Roddy comes in and says, I strongly urge recreational divers to just say no to nitrox. Wow, so this is pretty telling. I mean, this really is painting the picture of the spin by the major players. Well, this same year, the Patty Undersea Journal, which is the, the industry... Yeah. Uh, magazine that goes out to the dive masters and instructors on a quarterly is the, basis is the agency magazine yeah they came out and put in writing their position which was patty does not feel we will right. not accept this if we catch you with this devil's gas we will expel you and then torture you Publicly, shame. Patty does not feel that the proper infrastructure of industry control is in place to safely support a broad application for recreational diving. They later go on to say that Patty does not sanction gas mixtures other than air for recreational diver training at this time. I guess you always got to have somebody fight fighting advancement, you know. And I guess you could say, and I'm sure Patty will say that they're fighting it, forced it to 
uh, really examine itself and come out a better. <laughs> of course, Patty will take credit for everything. You know, come out a better this program. Is, this in is the just end like a because girlfriend. In, because in four years, <laughs> what the hell, man? They dropped the they dropped the big bomb and came out. Yay. You know, and said we're doing nitrox, and then hey, boom. The translation <laughs> of that is we can make a lot of money with nitrox. Well, it is, and and still is for for you know decades later, still the number. You know what one really gets specialty me, though, they have is yeah, of course it is, and the, you know what they're trying to make the number one specialty now is of course rebreathers. Let's stick on this uh, nitrox part for right now, though. But okay. I get where you're but going it, with no, uh, with the uh, rebreather yeah. being pushed as a yeah. as the next. Well, this I think this money making the whole, special yeah, specialty this, out of one side of their ass. They're saying no nitrox is. If we catch you with nitrox, slap, slap, slap. And then all of a sudden, the complete turnaround, yay, nitrox, we offer nitrox classes. You can have nitrox while you're teaching, nitrox, 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 to the point of where it is today. The biggest specialty seller there is. And now, sure, well, next and thing you the know. The question's always going to be, is that because they figured out a way to finally make it safe enough for the community to dive, or they found right. a way to... To make it and safe think, enough with the lawyers that right. they could make a ton of money. And I think it. the answer is in its in its twin brother called the rebreather class, which means has rebreather diving been safetyized? Has it been uh, picked up by the? My thought is the lawyers got a hold of the class and said, "Well, we can say this, this, and this, and we can't be held liable." And I don't think. Anything's really changed with rebreathers over the past 10 years. There are more manufacturers. Maybe some of the sensors are more reliable. Maybe. Again, my personal opinion, uh, they just said, hey, we can make a fucking dollar on it. Get our lawyers on this and write it in such a manner, just like the open water class, in such a manner that we can't be held responsible no matter how these bastards die. How these, we can't be held responsible no matter how these divers die. So in um, in the Industry Journal, fourth quarter of 1992, when they came out with all this stuff, um, Carl Shreves, who is the manager of the technical diving division of Patty, wrote an article entitled Mixtures That Mother Nature Never Intended. And he starts off by saying that although nitrox is nothing new to the research, commercial, military, and technical divers, recently there's been suggestion that it may be appropriate for use by mainstream recreation by mainstream recreational divers. While both those who favor and those who oppose this suggestion have legitimate points, misconceptions about nitrox frequently cloud discussion of the real issues. By looking more closely at what nitrox is, what it's used for, how it's used, equipment compatibility, and some mixing considerations, it's easier to understand the real advantages and disadvantages of nitrox. So Carl talks a little bit about what nitrox actually is, what its purpose is, does it work in theory, you know, what it takes to use nitrox. He gets into talking a bit about O2 toxicity, the equipment compatibility, mixing it, you know, and how that affected the, the, the typical recreational dive shop back in the, the early 90s. 
He says stuck with a variety of labels such as, such as oxygen enriched air, enriched air nitrox, EANX, safe air, and others. Nitrox in its simplest terms is merely a mixture of nitrogen gas and oxygen gas. And then they're calling it safe air now? It went from being the devil's gas to being called safe air? Air, therefore, is naturally occurring nitrox for all practical purposes. Now we know that uh, in diving, it's really enriched air that we're doing and uh, it's not a really a Officially, it's not a nitrox class. It's an enriched air diver course. So nitrox purpose, as virtually every certified diver knows, decompression limits and the potential for decompression sickness are caused by the inert nitrogen component of breathing air. Nitrogen also causes nitrogen narcosis at deeper depths. Nitrox was conceived as a way to lessen the nitrogen breathed during a dive. So as we know, uh, those who have learned some of the gas laws in scuba diving right in particular henry's law which is what it's for decompression sickness yeah yeah yeah. which looks at the partial pressure of the inner gas that you're breathing is going to have a relation to the load that's taken up by the tissues and if you're lowering the percentage of that gas the load is going to change on that ratio which allows you to, at the at a given depth, be able to stay. Well, I think Henry's law is more bubble. No, it is the it is the bubble, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's the load of the gas. Yeah, but it's it could be any gas, whether pressure. it's a single gas or yeah. So, but Dalton's law is the one that de- strictly deals with partial pressures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and specifically with nitrox. It, it is a partial pressure of oxygen that we're worried about, and the benefit is because of the decreased partial pressure of nitrogen. Yeah, Henry's Law is the amount of gas that will dissolve into a liquid is directly proportionate to the partial pressure of the gas. Right. If there's a difference between ambient partial pressure and the dissolved gas partial pressure, then a gradient is set up, and gas will move in or out of the liquid to regain equilibrium between the ambient and the dissolved. So right, and that lowering, talks about saturating our... Yeah, our so if you're lowering cells. the percentage of the gas in the mixture, you're thereby going to lower the overall partial pressure of the gas, which On means it's going to load. Yeah, yeah, you're going to load less overall which is why you can go to 100 feet on 32%, and it's the equivalent of being in 80 feet on air, and you can stay a longer no decompression limit is the basic theory of why we're diving nitrox yeah. to begin with. Well, I think the average listener who doesn't have nitrox training knows is like fucking lost right now because they don't understand the partial pressure laws. Well, what what even not, partial not pressure even, law Because they're not is. taught yeah. anymore. Well, and that's like this guy who's asking the question. Like the partial, what's dictating what? The partial pressure, what ha, what is the effect of partial pressure on the human body? And basically what I think the average listener needs to know is that in a mixture of gases that we have under pressure, for example, right now we're at one atmosphere, right? We're, at the, we're here on the surface of the earth for all intents and purposes. We're at sea level, one atmosphere. And let's just call it 15 PSI. 20, and this is all, all estimating, okay? I'm not going to get exact, but 20% is oxygen and 80% is nitrogen. So 20% of that 15 PSI, the pressure is being exerted by oxygen and 80% is being exerted by nitrogen. So if you look at those 20% of 15 PSI is 3 PSI and the rest, the 12 PSI is nitrogen. So if we go and we just keep it at atmospheres, 0.2 atmospheres is oxygen and 0.8 atmospheres is nitrogen. But then we, when we start talking about oxygen toxicity and getting into the partial pressure of oxygen, 
and you go deeper, every 33 feet is another atmosphere, yeah, right? Yeah, so instead of being in 33 feet of depth, instead of it being the point two at right. one atmosphere, it's times two, so it's now point four. Four, right. And, and where's the toxic at? Well, the, the max limit is at, set at 1.6. 1.6 for deco gases. 1.4 is for your breathing, normal breathing. So seven atas would be the max you could be breathing air at per our, our PO2, our PPO2 limits. So ultimately the answer for, you know, Theo, who sent us this email recently, yes. is it's way more than this one-hour podcast is going to get Exactly. you, you got to take a, a class. Get the, you that's get kind the, of what I'm getting into. And you got to get the real yeah. education because, again, like what we were just talking about a second ago is here. most most scuba, most of the, especially the entry-level scuba, don't, they don't even mention the gas laws anymore. No. It's you're, you're kind of told a general idea of them, but the, the, you're not taught Henry's Law and Dalton's Law. And exactly. And the only oil's law, yeah. you're not giving any of that anymore. Very, very little. You you are just taught like you just need to know what it does. It's it's going back to you know, the whole education, don't get me going on a rant, but the thing is you're no longer taught to understand and think. You are just taught to memorize. So you just need to know that if you hold your breath and you come up, you're going to have an embolism. And then pretty soon that's gonna be removed and it's just gonna say, You're gonna be hurt very, very bad. Because we were all five-year-olds. Um, but anyway. Nice theory. Does it work? Hell no. Carl asks. Of course asks, it works. Since its inception more than 30 years ago, and again, this is more than 20 years ago, you know, uh, that he asked this. Um, nitrox has been used successfully by closely supervised and appropriately trained military, commercial, research, and technical divers. Though it hasn't had much formal manned testing as air, nitrox track record has been good. Yeah. In working dives, nitrox isn't associated with any higher DCS rate than diving with air. Used properly, then there doesn't appear to be any greater risk with diving with nitrox than with air. The key words are quote-unquote, when used properly. Diving with nitrox provides longer no decompression times compared to diving with air, but its use requires training to account for considerations not normally associated with recreational air diving. Well, of course it does because we're doing something new. We're changing the gas intake in the body, and it's going to have a different effect. So I think I think so much of the worry was that if nitrox was just going to be out and available, you're going to have people who have a substandard education grabbing it and using it and getting themselves into trouble, mm-hmm. which certainly I can see, but that goes back to just how they're presented with the information to begin with. I'm just still, I still have a hard time identifying why they were, other than it's a legal thing, why they were so adamantly against well, it. Well, I'm, I agree. And having, and, and here's, living and here, through it, it seems yeah. like Carl's like setting the stage for why it does kind of make sense, is, which is what's weird. Yeah, but then they reverse their position completely. Oh yeah, <laughs> they do. Yeah. He's just, I mean, all he's going to come up with is yeah, it doesn't give you that much benefit to disregard the risk. So just forget about it. You don't want any of this, stink oil. You don't want this. You don't want this. These are not the droids you're looking for. He tried to use the old <laughs> Jedi mind trick. To simplify Nitrox use, Nitrox tables have been developed. NOAA released tables for Nitrox 1, 32%, in 1978, and for Nitrox 2, 36%, in the early 1980s. These tables are used exactly like the standard U.S. Navy tables, right? There's just uh, the numbers are all changed with the. Yeah, that's why there's a million different tables that yeah, have different numbers, yeah, tables and tables. Super simple, it's yeah. Easy. In using Nitrox tables, the Nitrox diver must be certain that he consults the appropriate table for the particular Nitrox mix he'll be breathing. Well, no shit. 
you could say that about air. You could say that about anything. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, the diver has to make sure he's using the imperial nitrox table (laughs) or the imperial dive table and feet, and not mistakenly going to thirty meters when he's really going. Yeah, I mean, it ultimately comes down to uh, the public is full of dumbasses. And they want to protect themselves, which is understandable. I, I get again, that too. Yeah, yeah, I get that too. That is completely understandable. You, but it's the tap dance and the the hiding behind all these words that without really looking into it. And maybe they were looking into it while they were doing this. But I'm telling you, as having lived through that time period and been on the internet and listening to to what's happening, you're like, man, Patty is. They are really against this. This is. Well, I think at the time, like it was happening so fast, and uh, for and, and these other guys yeah. were coming out going, "Hey, we're going full in." Yeah, and Patty's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! We we need time to 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 evaluate and consider and make sure it's going to be the right thing and and wow. figure it all out ourselves." I think somebody we're, pulled we're the, the curtain big, back on the we're old the big guy. There. Yeah, we're the big guys. Well, that was the thing. That's what I mean. Is somebody pulled the curtain back on the old wizard up there, going, "We're the big guys. We'll tell you what." to do and then some actual real divers said wait a fucking minute wait a minute man you guys aren't the big guys you guys are a bunch of lawyers and travel agents and all you care about is the almighty dollar and that's when they were seen for what they were now maybe this isn't the guy who started patty maybe this isn't everybody at patty of course it's not but what you get is you see patty for what it is which is a money-making venture diving was not at their heart anymore their heart turned green and that was it. That's my that's my big gripe about them. Well, yeah, it became well, it became a it became a business that it became is. bigger than scuba diving. Yeah, and this is, is a statement about the whole fucking world. Beware, beware. Uh, when the I, human I think, gets I think taken you can out, go, yeah. Well, I think you can look at you know Coca Cola at one time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was there for a tasty beverage yes, to put a smile on people's yeah. faces. Now it's a now, demon. Now it's tea. a demon of chemicals and. <laughs> It's just like shit. McDonald's. It's a, it's a, McDonald's will you can, kill you. You can watch the you can watch the videos. It's just of like how it's the U.S. Better... government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they all start off. They start off with loyal intentions. Once it becomes a money making machine that's bigger than what its yeah, when it can original the purpose people. was, yeah. what it's are you going to do? I mean, crazy. It's on a it's on a. So we've just related right scuba diving to the world, which I've said from day one. Scuba diving is life. It is life. It's just a different scale. And just like drinking too much. Coca-Cola can kill you. Too much scuba diving. So can. Too much nitrox. <laughs> <So can> nitrox. <laughs> and oxi- Way to bring it back oxygen, home. <laughs> oxygen toxicity. Okay. Oxygen toxicity. Coca-Cola toxicity. toxicity. I, it's, it's the worst thing there is. I think I think a better I think comparison diet, is I think Red diet Bull. Coke. Red Bull. I think Diet Coke toxicity is worse than regular Coca-Cola. So unfortunately, Nitrox's nitrogen advantages are only at the price of or nitrox nitrogen advantages are gained only at the price of oxygen disadvantages. Nitrox mixtures with more than 32% oxygen cannot even be taken to the 130-foot recreational diving depth limit. That's because that partial pressure of oxygen is climbing, and the gas starts to at have the effects yeah. of... You're at 1.5, closer to 1.6, yeah. Yeah. The problem, uh, this problem Carl mentions is central nervous system oxygen toxicity which depending on the exposure duration becomes a potential risk when O2 partial pressures exceed critical limits. Of, and they're using 1.4 PPO2. He mentions that uh, critical oxygen limits vary drastically within partial pressure. 
A diver can tolerate 0.6 addas for up to 12 hours without significant risk of symptoms. Whereas at 1.6, which is the maximum acceptable O2 partial pressure limit, the time limit is a fleeting 45 minutes. And just, so if you're breathing air to 1.6, that's eight addas. Yeah, you're in 218 feet. So, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but how many people are able to go down there for 45 minutes with recreational scuba gear? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Okay. You, you... Again. It's, it's the same thing with, I mean, well, say you put a 32 in there. Well, the problem is, and, and this is where I yeah. believe they were at the time, is we knew that we can go to 218 feet, you know, before O2 becomes a, a problem issue. and people are doing it on air and they're, you know, doing it on a, a steel 72. But they're, they're not doing it on a, yeah. you know. Uh, but the, with, big, with, the with, big risk, though, at that depth, yeah, PPO2s are a risk. But even the bigger risk, which contributes to oxygen toxicity, as well as the CO2 buildup, is that nitrogen. It's nitrogen narcosis. You're narked out of your gourd. Especially when you add in the CO2 buildup as well. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Really. The, the, the issue big, is now uh, going, like, throwing 32% in and thinking you can do that same depth, I think, is what these guys are so, so worried, worried about So they're worried that people the are just going to treat it as if it's air. Right. Which, which I, is... I, I don't know if that's a viable no, no, you worry. Can't. Yeah, I don't think people. Although, I, actually, I take kind of take that back. Well, you people look at, are stupid because what they <laughs> because what they did, you know, post nineties, particularly in the early two thousands, is nitrox was becoming so popular that they just well, you don't need to know all this information, right? We can cut this Dumb class in half. Yeah, you can do the class online. You can do class online. And then that's why you have people showing up. There, there, there doesn't the, in, even have to be an instructor in the water. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you have people showing up in the Caribbean. They just, they'll grab a tank and they'll just, oh, he said it was 32. I'll, I'll, I'll dive it. And yeah. uh, they just go. And I was following the dive master. You know, uh, I blame and, that. And, and they're blame, not paying attention yeah. to these things. So I, I guess I when you look that. back at it, they do have a little bit of a point. But they created that. They, I'm they with you. created yes, that with by you dumbing down the class. Class by taking the seriousness out of it. And you're talking it's about dumbing fun. down the yes. original class. That's what I mean. If you had the original class. Yes. The original scuba class, I think you could have breathed whatever you need, whatever required was required for the dive, you'd have a full understanding of it and the ability to dive it. I agree. I think you could easily make 32 a normal gas. They were you super divers. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> super instructors. <laughs> But yeah, you could easily make nitrox part of the open water class, and people could dive it very successfully yeah. without any problem at all. It's all in how the education is presented from day one. As the oxygen, uh, Carl writes, as the oxygen percentage in the nitrox increases, the depth at which the critical 1.6 limit is reached rises, meaning shallower and shallower and shallower. So for, you know, uh, like old Theo that sent us that question the other day, breathing air, the diver reaches a 1.6 at 218 feet. If you breathe in 32%, you reach it at 132 feet, 36% at 113 feet. And the higher and higher that O2 partial pressure it gets, gets, shallower and shallower. The, the maximum depth of the gas gets shallower and shallower and shallower. Below these depths, the risk of a CNS hit goes up dramatically. Compared to the recreational air diver, he mentions, the nitrox diver with his toe over the line at 150 feet may be flirting with convulsion and drowning rather than decompression sickness, which is at least 
treatable. That's the worry that, I mean, I keep coming back to is they're setting a diver up with the easing of the, hey, you can learn to dive today. I mean, back then that was the model for scuba, man. Dive today. You can be, you know, weekend class. You can get, go from knowing nothing to being a diver in no time. That diver then gets out in the world of nitrox and is already a little bit undereducated, willing to put their toe over the line because of their ignorance. Now they've got this new weapon in their hand. I can see where they can be worried about having an issue. But as Carl illustrates here in this in this article, which is almost a, a, a mini nitrox, I mean, hell, this article alone is better than a, what a lot of full nitrox classes are nowadays. Thanks, Carl. I mean, you didn't even charge for it, Carl. <laughs> he goes on to talk about equipment compatibility issues. He talks a bit about like mixing nitrox and you know, how that becomes an issue for the dive shop as far as infrastructure goes. But at the very end of the article, he says, where does this leave us? And he mentions that while the dive industry may debate nitrox's place for some time to come, at the bottom line, we're left with these facts. Three. Number one. These five facts. <laughs> these three facts. <laughs> Number one, used properly, there appears to be no greater safety concern with diving with nitrox than with diving with air. Used improperly, nitrox poses oxygen toxicity risks more readily than air. Yeah, we already said that. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Mm -hmm. Of course. Number two, nitrox diving requires special training. In table use, oxygen limits, and equipment compatibility. Kind of, right? I mean, it's certainly you need to understand the change in the partial pressure of the gas for the, for the same relative depth that you're going to. But, I mean, that's a concept that's kind of general scuba diving mm -hmm. to begin with. It's just it's, it's kept out of so much preliminary education now it is. in the in the for the for, for the, the recreational ease, open yeah, water for the diver, ease yeah. of making the class something that they Easier. can get through quicker <laughs> so they can start buying gear yes. sooner they can start taking trips down to the caribbean quicker well yeah hasn't that been the trend over the past 20 yeah. years and number three dive operations interested in mixing nitrox must be prepared to invest in the training and equipment required to do so safely and i guess they're looking at all these mom and pa dive shops back in the, the sure. 80s and Whatever 90s yeah even know, big shops yeah yeah that just they didn't feel had the ability to pull this off safely without well, their kind of coming in and and tapping them, on, just tapping them the on the butt and saying no, come, no, no. On, come hold, along hold. with us you just opened the door here because this is you can see what was the date on this article this is 92 right so you can see you got that article you got a couple other articles nitrox are horrible 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 and this is an undersea journal which is patty's professional you know little magazine that they put out for the pros so they're trying to keep the the cap on it and you got to ask yourself why because you know they ain't dummies they're greedy but they saw Andy's over there making some money. How can we how can we deter his sales and steal them from him? Well, we tell him it's horrible. You don't want any part of this. And then end the article with, well, we just need to put some safeguards in there. And guess who's gonna do that? Patty. Of course they are. Yes. Knowing full well when they put these articles out, knowing full well when they came out and banned it from Dima, because you know who pulls Dima's puppet strings they knew full well what the plan was well yeah i mean he just said right while the dive industry may debate nitrox's place for some time to come we don't want any of you diving it until for, we for, put a class more specifically there. four years from now we're going to be releasing all the nitrox materials yeah ready for your purchase 
So, so I mean, do you up. think do you think I'm way out there on this? No, because I, well, I think a whole boardroom of people got together and said, "Whoa, this guy's making some money. We need to get on board with this." And then the lawyer said, "We can't quite yet, but well, we can I, use this to take his people." While the people are riding well, remember, this wave, we I can remember the it. instructors at, at my own shop. You know, back in these days, like almost coming to fist fights with uh, with each other and customers. And well, I had a hard time getting nitrox. Yeah, I they was were down in Florida. They were coming up, mm-hmm. and you know, they'd been in cavern and cave classes yeah. that that came up and were diving local and wanted it. And you know, uh, your typical sport diving instructors, like yeah. Beat red-faced arguments standing in the middle of the showroom They're store. parrots. Like, they were a parrot. They are parroting. Fighting with th- people this. on stuff that they had no clue. Yeah. All this just hearsay about rumors about right. how dangerous it was. And because Patty hadn't Put their little greedy yet, little fingers in there. Obviously, it is dangerous. And obviously, it will kill you. Otherwise, Patty would be on board. But I agree with you in, yeah. in that. No, it's not that they picture. thought it was that, that deadly. It's... They were molding it right, to better to their profit and their desire. Yeah. yeah. And I think that would be a great point to leave this week's episode. I think so. Is, is Patty the real greedy motherfuckers that we think they are? <laughs> or are they benevolent inside? Well, you know what? Or somewhere gonna, in between. Actually, on that note, we're going we're gonna to get to the root of that because we're going to go right to the horse's mouth. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna dive into an article about the big patty kahuna the the big man himself oh he the, would never lie to the, the general king, public he would never lie to the, the general king public. john cronin yeah was he still in charge there yeah he didn't patty yeah, hadn't cronin, been sold or anything no no yet, this is when time, yeah, yeah yeah so we're gonna get to this, are we gonna do that uh, right today or right we around gonna, this uh gonna, right around the same time frame leave that for next week oh yeah we're gonna definitely okay. leave that till, yeah, uh, till next week we're at so we'll dive into good old king cronin King Cronin. I love that band. <laughs> King Cronin. All King shall Cronin. bow. <laughs> no, no, Two nights only. You're thinking King Diamond. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so we'll dive into good old Cronin. And I actually asked him like straight up a lot of these questions that, that we're asking right now. And there's some great answers that, that Cronin gave. Okay. Well, now I'm enticed. Now I'm enticed. Before you think that we're just going off all like psycho crazy on um, PADI on PADI uh, we're just uh, reporting the news that's what we do that's true uh, I, we shouldn't say that because I've just in, injected my own personal bias well you did I've been, I'm trying well, to report you're trying, the news. You're, yeah sure you are sure you are I'm trying to keep this shit on keel uh, yeah <laughs> I'm not going to lie to the people they'll know who I am they know they know exactly how I feel look at I show up I show up every day with a nice outline yes and I it's, steer it's, it off it's dated. <laughs> the full notation yeah. of time stamps of of where we're trying to go yeah I usually get to the second one before I don't know before I go off before you, before you're some off bullshit rant <laughs> but um this is good I mean this is the history of your yeah. of your Recreation, right? This, this is the is history what we're of your about, industry. It? Yeah, and it's it's uh, how a, a lot of agencies that are out there today, you know, got to where they are. Um, but, I mean, there's no doubt that, you know, Patty's been the biggest for the longest. I mean, certifying damn near a, a million people a year. Yeah. On that note, let's sign these logbooks. <laughs> Wait, I'm not done. <laughs> we can't sign it. We're still under. We're, okay. we're going to stay under for a while. Well, I mean, this is kind of done. So, so Carl's article is pretty much done. I know Carl's article, but we're still on the set, a subject of nitrox, and we're on the subject well, of okay, well, Patty and the evolve evolution. 
and lawyers too. We're on the well. When you say Patty, you Patty is synonymous with lawyers. So at the end of this article, there is an editor's note: the above points notwithstanding, the legal aspects of nitrox are neither straightforward nor settled in the U.S. and most other countries. See liability considerations of nitrox diving in this issue of the Undersea Journal for more information. So there was a whole other article mm-hmm. in the same uh, 1992 Undersea Journal. Well, it just goes, to, I mean, that, basically. That talked about the liability considerations. Basically of what it says is human beings are, are too stupid to govern themselves or take care of themselves. You need lawyers to do it. Essentially. Even in scuba diving and in general life. We need more lawyers. So scuba is just a microcosm of, of civilization. My eyes are like saucer size right now that you, you got mean? this. I mean, I've been mean saying I, this for what decades. What do you mean I can't supersize every meal <laughs> <laughs> and, and be fit and happy and healthy? See, I try to explain to my wife that scuba diving is life. I mean, you can apply this to like almost anything, though, any endeavor. You, you can get a microcosm of life and learn lessons whole Buddhist thing. You can learn life from any endeavor, from washing dishes, from scuba diving. Is your finger pointing to the moon right now? It's, 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 it is not the moon. It's pointing at the moon. distracted by the finger. Is your finger trying to touch your finger? <laughs> My eye cannot see itself. <laughs> Unless I... you use a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> All right, till next week then. Safe diving. Safe diving. See you guys. I think that's a great place oh. to like leave people going wait they're gonna they left us at super divers <laughs> <laughs> what the hell man <laughs> <laughs>